0: Abel Home Homebridge Mortgage. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, John? Fine and dandy. Are you running around with your hair on fire today? Yeah, it's
1: been like that lately. It's just been really, really crazy. Okay, very good. Well, uh,
0: it's always crazy. I mean, it's either crazy bad or it's crazy good, right? Absolutely. No doubt about it. That's right. So pace and bandwidth, my friend. And when you feel like your head is going to explode, uh, do uh, what uh, Dr. Andrew Weil says, Uh, inhale through your nose for 10 seconds, hold it uh, for 10 seconds, then blow it out through your mouth for 10 seconds, do that four times, and everything will be calmed down.
1: You know what's funny is my iPhone, no, my iWatch has Mm -hmm. me do that all the time. A minute of breathing will help you maintain
0: your sanity and stuff like that. It's very, Very good. Now, that squeaking that I'm hearing, is that a mouse in your pocket, so to speak? (laughs) I'm not hearing any squeaking at all. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's not one of your... Clients that's not happy with the interest rate? No, no, they're, they're all gonna... very happy with the interest rate. Okay, good, good, good to hear. All right, so uh, today we're going to talk about financing options for construction of accessory dwelling units and junior accessory dwelling units. And for those of our listeners who don't know what those are, the state of California uh, over the last p- couple of years basically rezoned uh, just about every single family dwelling lot to be a duplex lot, you can add another structure on it, uh, accessory dwelling unit, or a third structure, a junior accessory dwelling unit. Uh, So we'll have plenty of podcasts on that. Today we're going to talk about financing. Uh, And uh, Abel, wouldn't you agree uh, that the mortgage industry has not really articulated or caught up with the emerging ADU industry in terms of uh, uh, niching? Um, financing for accessory dwelling unit construction.
1: Yeah, I, I would absolutely agree with that because some of the products that we do have in order to uh, do things like that are not specifically designed for uh, you know borrowers to do an ADU or a junior ADU. They're just you know either cash out refis, uh, taking a closeout second, uh, HELOC. Uh, you know, for them to do that, but it's not necessarily addressing uh, the construction of ADU. So I I would say that
0: we're behind on the whole movement that we're seeing. Very good. So uh, today, uh, let's talk about your simple equity loans. Now, you being the loan professional, me being the professional realtor, but amateur loan professional, um, with an equity loan, an equity loan is quite simply um, usually a second mortgage behind what is probably a very attractive first mortgage uh, where you can go 80% loan to value uh, and you basically just subtract the balance of the first mortgage and that leaves what you could qualify for for the equity loan. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. And typically, um,
1: those are going to be at a shorter term. Uh, only because it's a much smaller amount. Because a lot of times what will happen is someone comes in and says, hey, what is my best option? Because I want to build an ADU in my backyard. Is it better to refinance the whole entire uh, loan and pull cash out? Or is it better to take out a second? Uh, And it's all going to depend on what their first looks like. If they've got a 2.5% 30-year fix on the first, and right now the entire kit and caboodle can be refinanced at 3% or 35 then they're better off keeping that first at 25 and then getting a second short-term uh, close-end loan interest rate will probably be in the 5, 55 It's going to be a much smaller amount, and it'll be at a short- shorter term.
0: Okay, so uh, let's say that an ADU is going to cost between $200,000 and $500,000, just for this example. And let's say somebody owes um, $600,000 on first and the property is worth a million. So 80% loan-to-value is $800,000. You've got a $600,000 first in place. That leaves you with $200,000. You mentioned shorter term. Is that a 15-year loan? It would be 15, but when you're talking that
1: type of uh, an amount, 200,000, typically, you know, uh, an ADU, and and it's really going to depend on the type of ADU that you're trying to build, the size, the room count, that whole thing. But typically, I've been seeing here in Southern California that the majority of the ADUs that are, you know, in play right now are maybe one or two bedroom, and there may be 900. To a thousand square feet, so that's taken probably seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars to build. Obviously, if you want to do something with you know much larger square footage, it's going to cost more. But yeah, typically a two hundred thousand uh, dollar construction uh, ADU is is on the high side. But you know, Northern California can be different than Southern California.
0: Okay, so we're talking uh, fifteen uh, year amortization. Uh, with a 15-year due date. It's not a 30-year harmonization with a 15-year due date, correct? That is correct. That is correct.
1: But again, they, they do offer loans in 20-year terms and even 30-year terms. Um, so it, it, it just depends on the size of the loan on the second and what the payment is going to look like based on the current interest rate and, and, and the actual t- length of the, the term.
0: Okay. And why do people do an equity loan instead of uh, a a HELOC uh, or a refi usually? You mentioned if the first loan is attractive, you want to leave it alone. Why do an equity loan instead of a HELOC?
1: Because the equity loan is going to set the dollar amount that you're going to spend. And on an ELOC, that's an open-end loan. So, Let's say for the sake of argument that you take out a HELOC for $100,000 and you spend $75,000 on the uh, ADU, which leaves you another $25,000 in there, that now you're tempted to do a vacation or something else instead of just sticking to the discipline of a closed end second.
0: Okay, so the equity loan uh, is more of a permanent solution with predictability. Whereas a HELOC may be a more flexible instrument, but it's also a less predictable instrument.
1: Exactly. That yeah, You've got it.
0: Okay, good. And uh, let's talk about loan limits, too, so we can uh, guide our people, uh, our, our listeners. Uh, are there any uh, constraints on the uh, uh, total amount of the second mortgage yes. and the total amount of both mortgages? Yeah, in fact, um, the minimum
1: second that can be done is $50,000. And um, the maximum just really depends on the loan to value that we end up at because there really isn't a cap uh, on a second as there is on a HELOC. HELOCs do have caps.
0: Okay, okay, so we don't have to worry about caps on an equity loan. You're right, that is correct. Okay, so bottom line words to the wise uh, if you've got a very attractive uh, first mortgage on your property and you want to pull out a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in cash, whatever it might be, to finance the construction of an accessory dwelling unit or an accessory dwelling unit and a junior accessory dwelling unit. Uh, and you're looking for a more permanent solution that's going to have less volatility, uh, getting an equity loan to finance the construction of those units is probably a good idea. Would you say that's accurate?
1: Yeah, because on the second equity loan, you're going to have a fixed rate. On your HELOC, it's going to be an adjustable rate mortgage. So depending on where rates go, it could affect your interest rate and payment on the HELOC.
0: Well, on the HELOC, not only is it uh, going to be an adjustable rate mortgage, uh, but it's going to have a fairly healthy uh, margin, and uh, it's going to be tied to uh, a fairly healthy uh, and volatile index. Yes. So that, that rate can uh, vary wildly over the course of uh, years. That is, that is
1: absolutely correct,
0: John. Okay, uh very good, very good. So uh, uh, any final words to the wise on using an equity loan to finance the construction of accessory dwelling units?
1: Yeah, just make sure that when you are in the market to you know consider this type of a, uh of a creation of rents, because really that's what the ultimate uh goal is here as an investor using an a d u or a junior a d u on your property is to make sure you try to find the best terms
0: available on on the equity loan. Very good. Well, those are good words to the wise. And we have yet again uh, another financing tool if you want to finance an accessory dwelling unit. So uh, thank you, Abel of Homebridge Mortgage, for imparting that uh, knowledge to us. Thank you, listeners, for uh, listening in. And we will check in with you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you.